Good morning, everybody. Uneducated economist here. So I like the um, videos that we have put out there, out here just recently, um, talking about the uh, Federal Reserve and the inflation or the average inflation as opposed to inflation targeting. And this is something that we had talked about prior to the pandemic. This is something that came out in a Federal Reserve speech. Uh, Fed Chairman, um, I'm sorry, Fed President John Williams of the New York Fed, who had given this speech, and I pulled it out here, um, monetary policy strategy for a low neutral interest rate world. Now, I've, I went back and I read it again last night, and pretty interesting, um, this is what they were talking about prior to the pandemic. This, this thing was given, when was this speech? The speech was November 30th, 2018. And here's a quote out of it. It says, today we face an altogether different set of problems stemming from a very low neutral interest rate. That is, short-term real interest rates consistent with an economy operating at its potential alongside low and stable inflation. Ironically, the problem we need to solve these days is the risk of inflation that is persistently too low rather than too high. Right. Now, this is something that they were saying back in 2018, November of 2018. Now, remember, right after this, 2019 starts in, and I was reporting on mill curtailments and shutdowns and inventory depletions of lumber. That was all throughout 2019, right after this. So remember, they were talking about inflation being persistently too low in November of 2018. Then it goes on to talk about... Um, Today's low neutral interest rates reflect a culmination of trends extending back 25 years. A quarter century ago, a typical estimate of, of neutral rate in the United States was 2 to 2.5%, consistent with historical average, averages over the preceding half century. Since then, however, there have been a clear downward trend in neutral interest rates in the United States and other advanced economies, with current estimates ranging from 0 to 1.5%. Now, I keep thinking about neutral rate being somewhere around that 2 to 2.5% 2 mark, maybe, you know, right around that too. Um, that is obviously too high. Even according to Fed, Fed Chairman or Fed President Williams, he's saying it's somewhere between zero and one and a half percent. Well, we're halfway to neutral at that at this point. If we go to three or three and a half on the Fed funds level, we're talking something serious. So, I mean, as far as way beyond neutral. Anyway, it goes on to say three global trends appear to account for the bulk of the decline in neutral rates over the past quarter century. One is the demographics, population aging as people live longer and birth rates have fallen. The second is productivity growth, which has slowed around the world. And the third is the heightened demand for safe and liquid assets, which has led to a wider wedge between yields on safe government securities or central bank reserves and the yields on risky assets such as corporate bonds. So you can see there was a problem right there back in 2018 that the yield on corporate bonds was much higher than the yields on the uh, safe and liquid assets of the U.S. Treasuries. And because there was such a heightened demand for safe and liquid assets, it drove the yields down farther on them. Think about this. What, what did they provide over the course of the last, you know, two years? Year and a half, two years. 
an insane amount of safe and liquid assets, right? How many U.S. treasuries came into existence over the last couple of years? This is, right, part of the problem that they were trying to solve. Importantly, the onset of these trends preceded the global financial crisis, and they have continued even as countries have recovered. Although there is a great deal of uncertainty about the neutral rate, the conditions may change. A reasonable assumption is that it will remain low, not far from current levels, for the foreseeable future. So they knew they had to do something about this. They knew they, they were going to like have issues going into the future with this persistently low neutral rate and inflation rate, this inflation expectations. What does a low rate, what does a low neutral rate mean for monetary policy and anchoring of inflation expectations? When a recession hits, central banks may not be able to reduce interest rates well below their neutral level to stimulate the economy as warranted because of the effective lower bound on nominal interest rates. The Fed funds rate was not high enough for them to effectively drop it below the neutral rate enough to stimulate the economy. They hit zero. They hit zero lower bound, and then they were stuck. They knew it. The shortfall of monetary policy, the shortfall of monetary accommodations, will result in a less desirable economic outcomes during the recession and recovery. In particularly, inflation would typically undershoot its desired targeting during these episodes. The persistence of below target inflation rates in many advanced economies over the past decade is a testament to this dynamic. See, they could not get the inflation up to where they were anticipating. They wanted it higher. They couldn't get it. They remember, this is 2018, after the quantitative easings, one, two, three, and four, after the great financial crisis. As a result of the inherent asym 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 asymmetry, golly, guys, I'm surprised that I even have a YouTube channel when I can't even speak the English language. Asymmetry. I can't do it. <laughs> Introduced by the lower bound of interest rates, an inflation-targeting central bank could experience inflation that is below target. Once we consider the average inflation rate over the periods when policy is constrained and those when it is not, with inflation on average below the target level, inflation expectations will likely slip below the target rate as well. A simple example helps illustrate this problem. And this is where he goes into talking about, say, the, or talking about the inflation running at 80% of what it normally would. So, like, here, let me read it. Say that 80% of the time, the lower bound of interest rates does not constrain policy and the central bank aims for a 2% target. During these good times, the inflation targeting... Um, oh, shit, I cut off part of it. During the good times, well, basically what he's saying is that if if 80% of the time you're achieving your 2% target and 20% of the time you're below it the inflation would be, instead of being the 2%, it would be like 1.8%. So 80% of the time you're hitting your target, 20% of the time you're not, you end up with a 1.8% inflation as opposed to the 2% target that you were going for. So as a consequence, inflation expectations are likely to become anchored at a long-run average of 1.8% below the desired 2% target. So they knew back then that because of this 2% targeting that they kept trying to shoot for a 2% target as opposed to a 2% average, that they kept missing the target and they could not run consistently 
at the 2% to have the average inflation be that 2% target. It would be like 1.8%. So they knew they have to do something about that. So it goes, but that's not the end of the story. This downward shift in inflation expectation has a second round effect on real interest rates, the economy, and inflation. When policy is constrained by the effective lower bound, the downward shift in inflation expectation raises the real interest rates, furthermore diminishing the degree of monetary stimulus, making the downward downturn worse and reducing inflation even more. Even in times when policy is not constrained, the expectation of below-target inflation in the future affects current decisions, putting additional downward pressure on inflation. In other words, monetary policy is always swimming upstream, fighting a current of too low inflation expectation that interferes with achieving the target inflation rate. So... I'm going to leave it right there because I got to go into work. We're going to come back and talk about this more at lunch. Um, maybe. I don't know. I got, I got some errands to do at lunch, so I may not be able to get the video out. But we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I'm going to leave a link to this speech down in the uh, description. I suggest you go and read this speech. It is very telling of what has, had, has occurred over the last couple of years. I mean, think about what he is saying here, that inflation was running persistently too low over the last 25 years. They have not been able to get their monetary policy to do the right thing and now what do we have inflation that's running rampant people are anticipating that we're going to have hyperinflation they knew they had to do something about inflation and getting the inflation expectation to rise man did they do it all right uneducated economist you guys let me know